Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast. I'm Eliana Palomino, a proud Greek American, former Miss Teen America, corporate sales leader turned entrepreneur, mother, and wife. And I believe that we are made for more. But without the right tools, mindset, or support system to help us grow, that potential never gets unleashed. And that, my friends, is a life unlived. This show is all about expanding your mindset, unlocking your potential, and learning from the best on how to elevate your life, business, and relationships. Set your intentions, and like we say in Greek, Bame, let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to the Elevate Your Life podcast. Uh, today's subject is all about cycle syncing. And I am so excited because for many years in my early 20s, I had a love-hate relationship with my cycle. And if you were like me, if you didn't have to have a period why would I? Like, why would you need to do that? If I don't need to have this inconvenience in my life, then I choose not to have it. And for many years, I chose not to have my period. And it wasn't until a conversation with actually one of my cousins, she's a uh, holistic doctor, um, acupuncturist, all of the things. And she's like, listen, I treat patients not to scare you for the very thing you're doing for infertility. And it shifted everything for me. So I now appreciate my cycle, but I really, it's still fairly new to me. I mean, I got off the pill and got my cycle. Um, I started getting my cycle back probably like six months before I met my now husband. And then a year later we got pregnant. I am now on a year postpartum plus that. And so it's still fairly new to me to have my cycle. And then now having a cycle post birth, it's so radically different than what it was before my body had a baby. So when I met Haley, our guest today, and she is so passionate about cycle syncing and helping women with their cycle, understanding it, the different stages of it, what we can be feeding our bodies, just how to appreciate it and really make it work for you. I could not wait to bring her on the show. I have a personal journey tied to my cycle, but as I'm still learning about it, I was like, you know what? I don't know enough about this, and I don't think that other people do either. And so I'm so excited to share this with you today. We're going to be diving into, obviously, cycle syncing, supporting your cycle, those that are on the pill, how does it work for you, um, post-baby, how does that work for you, and really the psychology behind it. How does it impact your psychology? So without further ado, Haley Fountain is a women's health coach, yoga instructor, model, and actress. Haley combines modern nutrition, ancient wisdom, and behavioral science to help women look and feel their best physically, mentally, and spiritually. Haley is a certified integrative nutrition health coach with an advanced accreditation in hormonal health. How cool is that? And also a 200-hour certified yoga meditation instructor. For the last 13 years, Haley has been modeling locally and regionally and has been featured in commercials with brands such as Adidas, General Tire, Kevin Murphy, and Toyota. Haley resides in Houston, Texas, where she coaches women privately and also offers events, experiences, and retreats for women wanting to improve their health. 
and connect more deeply with themselves. All right, you guys, without further ado, we're going to be diving into this conversation with Haley right now. Haley, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited to have you as well. So we were introduced through a mutual friend, love her to bits, and she just knew there was something between you, between I, that would really genuinely connect. And sure enough, there were so many sparks that were flying when we spoke that I just couldn't wait to have you on the show to talk about what you're so passionate about, helping women with their cycle. Yes. I mean, I could talk all day, so hopefully we can condense it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, I, you know, put some questions together that hopefully give us a little bit of a guideline. Um, but just share a bit about, you know, cycle syncing, I'm sure is a lot and is a mouthful right there. But um, what inspired you to get into cycle syncing? And then like, what is cycle syncing? Yeah. So in short, um, what got me into this and what inspired me was really just my own journey, which I think is the case for most people in any sort of health and wellness field. Um, I had, you know, I, I was on the birth control pill actually, well, when I was a teenager, I had really painful, irregular menstrual cycles. The solution I was given back then, the only solution was the birth control pill, which as is for most people, the solution that they're given. Um, and so I was on the pill for gosh, six or seven years. And then in 2015, I just had this feeling I, I was getting getting more interested in holistic health, but I was just like, I don't want to take the pill anymore. I feel like this is not uh, serving me. I feel like it is uh, masking my symptoms and not actually getting to the root cause. So I got off of the pill and I experienced what uh, is not a formal diagnosis, but what many people in this space refer to as post-birth control syndrome, where basically all the symptoms you have before you take the pill come back with a vengeance. Because if you think about it, kind of like a car. If you, you know, just don't run your car for, you know, a few months, it'll probably run like normal. But if you don't run your car for six years, it's not just going to turn back on and work like normal. It's going to be a little, you're going to have to fix some parts, add, you know, add some oil changes, all those things. And so that's kind of what happened was I had these like breakouts and like my weight was fluctuating and I was having all these mood swings. And that happens to a lot of women and they're like, oh, I just will get back on the pill. But I was like, no, I'm going to figure out why this is happening. So that kind of started a journey of just trial and error, a lot of research, um, you know, and then a few years later, I became a certified integrative nutrition health coach because I was really passionate about this. And then I got my advanced accreditation in hormonal health. Um, so I was kind of learning these things uh, you know, trial and error in my own life, and then also getting educated on it more formally. And that's where I was. Yeah, it kind of worked out really great. Um, I wish I'd had the formal education first, but you know, the experience was great too. Um, and cause I, I understood what most people, women, most women go through with this journey as well. So, you know, flash forward a few years and now I'm helping women, um, to understand their menstrual cycles better. And, I think as a society, we are, we're taught, there's a lot of shame around our menstrual cycle and our periods. And there's a lot of, um, just women are really disconnected from their bodies. And there's a lot of that, uh, you know, we don't, we don't enjoy it. A lot of women don't enjoy being a woman, like physically being a woman. So my mission and my, my life's purpose is to help women connect more to their bodies and to really, 
um, tune into that ancient wisdom and work with it instead of against it and work with those hormonal fluctuations that we experience. So cycle thinking, to answer your second part of your question, is basically just using the different hormonal fluctuations of your menstrual cycle to your advantage. So you're tuning into the hormonal fluctuations that you have and using those to plan out your nutrition, your exercise, your work, your social obligations as much as you can. You obviously can't plan your whole life around your menstrual cycle, mm -hmm. but you know, making small changes and lifestyle hacks and habits that can actually um, use those fluctuations to your advantage and actually optimize your life. Oh my gosh. I wish I knew that in my early twenties, because I was one of those women that was so disconnected from my body and my period. And I chose on the pill not to have my period. Just don't take the last row of pills and you don't have to have it. My doctor like totally normalized that for me and my OB at the time. And or my OB, my, my gyno. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, it just, you know, it never occurred to me that I was disconnected. I just felt like, oh, when I'm ready to have it back, I'll have it back. I can just turn the switch on, turn the switch off. Like that's how easy it was. Like so detached. And so detached. I just wish I knew this earlier on. Um, and I, I shared earlier in the intro that it took my cousin, who's a holistic doctor as well. She's an acupuncturist, just have a little simple conversation with me. And it just totally shifted my perspective to honor my period and give it its rightful place in my life. So mm -hmm. I love the work you do for women. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting you say that too. And I actually want to talk on that because that's a common myth um, around. So the period that you have when you take the pill is actually not uh, a real period because you are, you don't ovulate when you take the pill. Certain pills now, though, some of the really low progesterone, progestin ones, you do. But for many of the birth control pills, you don't ovulate. So because you're not ovulating, you're not actually having a real period. So um, you, the bleed that you have is just a withdrawal bleed from getting off the synthetic hormones, which is so crazy. So a lot of women don't know that. I didn't know that either. So I was like, oh, my period, you know, I take the pill to normalize my period or make it regular, but it's not actually doing that because you're not actually having a period. Oh, Mind blowing. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Nobody oh, tells us that. And that's my thing. I'm like, I'm all about take, take whatever pills, do whatever you want with your body, but informed consent. I, if I had known all these things, I would not have taken the pill probably, or maybe I still would have, but I wish I had had the knowledge. Yeah. So I'd love for you to break down, obviously, you know, your cycle is one week out of four of the month. Um, but how can someone really leverage it to maximize their schedule, their life, their workouts? I'm sure it goes beyond just that one week that you're on the period. There's different stages to it. Mm -hmm. So can you please break that down for us? Yeah, I'll try to do it as concise as possible, but feel free to stop me if you have questions throughout. Um, but there are uh, four phases of the menstrual cycle. Um, so I'm, what I'm going to be talking about is a 28-day cycle. Now, we all do not have a perfect 28-day cycle, but just for the purpose of making it make sense, I'm going to talk about a 28-day cycle. So day one of your cycle is day one of your period. So the first day that you bleed, that is day one. And that is your menstrual phase. So, you know, approximately five to seven days of bleeding for most women. And this is, I like to think of the cycle, the phases of a cycle as the seasons of the year. So this is your winter. So winter is a time to introspect. It's a time to uh, rest, maybe get a little extra sleep, maybe have an extra meal or two. Um, just really, maybe, you know, you typically don't feel as social during this time. 
you're at your lowest point hormonally. Um, so you're going to feel a little bit more drained, like social battery is going to be really low. Um, Mm. it's a good time to just rest and restore. So, you know, I try my best to plan, not plan a lot. So plan to plan for nothing during that time (laughs) as much as possible. So not book up my calendar. Um, I really try to not have podcast interviews or anything where I need to be you know, talkative, um, during that time, because I'm just not going to be feeling up to it, at least in those first few days of the menstrual phase. Yeah. So energy will be off. Exactly. Yeah. You're at a low point hormonally. Your body is doing a, it's literally shedding a uterine lining. Like your body goes through a death and rebirth cycle every month. Um, and that takes a lot of energy. So that's a time to just rest, restore, replenish. And, um, you know, you're, you're losing blood. So like restoring, uh, replenishing with foods that are high in iron, like Maybe amping up on the beef uh, during and after your period is really helpful. Um, so it's just a time to rest and you know nourish your body. So that's winter. After the menstrual phase, you go into the follicular phase. And the follicular phase is called the follicular phase because of follicle-stimulating hormone, which is a hormone that is encouraging your body to um, release that egg uh, whenever you ovulate. So the follicular phase is approximately day seven to day 12, 13 ish. There's a little bit of overlap and I'll explain why in a little bit. So your follicular phase, this is the spring. This is a good time to start new projects. You might be feeling a little more energetic. You may be feeling more creative. Um, so it's a good time to sort of set the tone for the next month. Uh, I think of my months in terms of my cycle, not calendar months. So this is the beginning of the month. Um, yeah, it's fun. So this is the um, the time to sort of set new goals and it's, you're going to be, you know, spring energy. You're going to be blooming and yeah, uh, yeah you're, you're blooming. You're, um, you know, planting new seeds perhaps in your life and your business. Um, you may have a little more energy and amping up the workouts a little bit, um, you know, Still feeling like, again. yeah, you're feeling, yeah, you're, you're, you're blooming is the best way to describe it. So a good time to start new things. Uh, you might be feeling a little more social. Um, your body is going to be pumping out a little more estrogen during this time, uh, preparing for the egg. So to be released. And so you'll notice like physically your skin is a little plumper, your breasts and your lips are a little fuller. Like, but just for most women, they feel really good during this time. Then, yeah. And then you go into your ovulatory phase. Now ovulation technically is only one day because your body, it's a, it's a single event your body releases an egg. The egg only lives in uh, for 24 hours. If it's not fertilized, it will disintegrate. Um, but the, the few days leading up to and the few days after, we kind of coin as the ovulatory phase because of the hormones that are being pumped up during that time. So during your ovulatory phase, this is the summer of your cycle, um, your body's releasing an egg. So this is the time where if you are having intercourse with a sperm producer, you could potentially become pregnant. It's the only time of your cycle that you can become pregnant. Um, another myth, you can only get pregnant like five or six days out of your cycle. We can talk about that later. Mm -hmm. Um, but this is the time that you're fertile. So whether or not you want to have children or choose to have a child, biologically, your body, we are reproductive beings or your body wants you to get pregnant during this time. So because of that, your estrogen is going to be highest because it's making you um, your most, you're going to be at your physical peak. So you're going to be really glowy. Again, you've got all the estrogen, your skin's glowy, your lips and breasts are full. Um, you're going to have more testosterone at this time. So your testosterone is the highest at this point. 
So your libido is going to be high because your body wants you to make babies and uh, you're going to be more confident because of that testosterone. So you, it's a really good time to uh, be, you know, plan more social events. Your social batteries may be feeling really high during this time. Um, I try to plan all of my podcast interviews, big work meetings, anything, any of my events around the time that I'm ovulating, if possible. Interesting. My husband always tells me that like he's, you know, as a man, like the pheromones are like super yes. flaring up during that time. And I was like, pheromones, what? Yes. But it's true. It's totally true. Like I'm, it is. I'm on the bandwagon now. At first I was like, what are you talking about? You know? Cause I just, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. The, um, yeah, the pheromones you give off, they actually did studies on waitresses and, um, and, uh, exotic dancers as well. And they found that the ones that were not taking any hormonal contraceptives, um, that they got better tips when they were ovulating. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so interesting. Yeah. It's wow. so crazy. Yeah. It, so it just goes to show, and, and it, it's true because I, and you may have experienced this too, around the time that I'm ovulating, I will go out in public feeling like I look like crap and, you know, no makeup, just like, you know, workout clothes, whatever. And I swear I'm getting like, I'm getting hit on all the time <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not even, and I'm like, you know, like I'm on my period and I like put on makeup and stuff and I'm like, you know, and I'm not that I'm doing it for attention, but you know, it's just funny. You, I notice when I'm ovulating, it's like, you just give off this energy and this, the pheromones and you're glowy. And so you'll find for a lot of women, they'll find that when they're ovulating, they get a lot of attention from men and women, just like people like, oh gosh, you look so nice today. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was having this conversation with a girlfriend of mine. She just had her third baby and she was saying how she loves the day that she ovulates because she just feels like she's super glowy and she loves the way that she feels. And for me, I'm newer to recognizing and just becoming more aware of those days for my cycle. Um, I didn't have my period for... Um, 13 months because I was pregnant and then it came back three months postpartum. So for all that time, you know, I didn't have my period. So I'm relearning my cycle um, now being one year postpartum since then. It's 14 months now. So it's been exactly 10 months since I have my period back. And so it's this process of relearning the period and it's different now than it was before. And then so, but now I'm picking up on that ovulation day or that like range and time because I have noticed more energy. I do notice I'm just more like just open and like my radiance is a bit higher tuned than it was on previous days. So I don't know, since these conversations have been coming up for me, I'm just becoming more aware now. It's so fascinating. It's so fun. And yeah, it is. Once you kind of tune into it, you it just, it's fun. And it's, you know, that time of the month is a great time because you find again, cause you have more testosterone and you have more estrogen. You just things, you just let things roll off your shoulder. You don't take things as personally. Um, you're usually feeling really flirty and just like, you know, it's, it's summertime. Think about like summertime and, you know, university or something. It's just, you know, you don't, you know, just no inhibitions, just having a good time and not worried about anything. And things just kind of seem to come to you. It's that type of energy. I love it. Mm, super magnetizing energy. Okay. So then we go into fall afterwards. Yes. Fall so the summer. last season, uh, we go into fall. So that's the luteal phase. And the luteal phase is called that because of luteinizing hormone, which is helping your body to produce progesterone, which is going to help uh, build a uterine lining. So 
your body is going to start building a uterine lining in preparation for a baby. So it's, uh, you know, whether or not you were, uh, that egg was fertilized or not, your body starts basically prepping this uterine lining so that uh, it can house a baby potentially. So your body will be uh, pumping out progesterone during this time. Progesterone is really great because it, it makes you feel pretty calm. Um, it encourages GABA, which is a uh, neurotransmitter that helps you sleep and feel super relaxed. So during this time, assuming you don't have any like major hormonal imbalances, uh, you might be feeling a little more calm, uh, a little more, you know, it's a little bit easier to sleep during this time for a lot of women, maybe feeling like they want more sleep. If you think about fall or autumn from a seasonal perspective, it's a time to reap your harvest from the month or from the year. You know, it's a time to gather up, tie up all the loose ends. It's a time to, uh, you know, start slowing down, winding down a little bit, but just kind of chilling out a little bit. If you think about seasonally, we're easing into the holidays now. It's it's that time of the year. Um, I find that, you know, during this time, my body is craving a lot of... Um, nourishing movement. So like power walking and Pilates and yoga and things like that, that just kind of connects the breath and the body. Um, and this is also, uh, for women that might have some hormonal imbalances that this is when you might experience some, um, PMS symptoms because of the estrogen progesterone levels in your body. Um, but if you're not experiencing those symptoms, it can be a really nice time. I love my luteal phase. It's hit or miss for a lot of people, but I love it. Yeah. Um, I think I'm and, in that phase right now, actually. Yeah. It's usually like the week or two before your period, basically. Yeah. 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 Um, and I love that you were touching on the different types of workouts and movement to do during each phase, because before years ago, when I did not have my period on the pill, I was super high intensity workout person, like give me the sprints, the burpees, the boxing, the, the high intensity battle ropes, the sled pushes, like very exerting motions that like left me breathless. Like if I wasn't exerting and leaving everything out on the turf, then it wasn't a good workout for me. So like that's where the mentality I came from to then shifting into, well, what does my body feel like doing today? Because I would push myself even though I didn't feel like it. And I didn't, I think that was super counterproductive. So moved out of that mentality. And, you know, now at this point in my life, I recognize that there are certain um, exercises that are way more masculine than feminine. And we just have different, you know, frequencies in which we connect with, like, what would my body actually connect well with? That would be nourishing me and bringing me something back to fill my cup versus just leaving me drained and energetically spent. I feel like there's so much there. There's so much there. And I love that you said that you touched on a couple of things that are really important, um, pillars in, that in my, you know, education of cycle syncing. first and foremost, it is acknowledging that we are not the same every day. Men are cyclical as well, but they are cyclical on a 24 hour period. Their bodies replenish every 24 hours. And the world that we live in is really designed for a man's body. Women are cyclical on a 28 ish day cycle. So we are not the same every day. Some weeks we have more to give and some weeks we have less. And that is a big pillar in cycle thinking is tuning in every day, every week. What does my body need today? What do I need? That's a really great way to connect to your feminine energy is just really asking yourself, what do I need? And I tell my clients this, I believe in giving a hundred percent every day, but a hundred percent is different every day because some days you only have 50% to give 
So you've actually given a hundred percent, which kind of like, right, right, like right. some of them, it takes them a minute to understand that. But I'm like, if your, your cup is only, you know, if your cup is here and you gave all of this today, that's great. But if your cup was only here today and you gave all of this, you still gave a hundred percent. So mm-hmm. tuning in each day and understanding where am I at energetically, emotionally, uh, spiritually, all of the above, and then figuring out how you plan your life accordingly. And another big pillar of cycle syncing is what I've shared is a guideline, but every woman's body is unique and that the things I've shared may not necessarily apply 100% to them. Like for example, many educators in the cycle syncing space, you know, say, Oh, the luteal phase, you know, you should slow down, not do much. I always have a lot of energy during my luteal phase. So I actually treat my luteal phase the same way that I treat my ovulatory phase because I feel the same all throughout. So it's just different for everybody. So it's, Using the guidance and using the uh, the knowledge and the wisdom from many generations of women before us on this stuff, but also tuning into your own body and your own unique experience. So good. I love that. Um, I'm curious, you know, talking about every woman is different, obviously. Does cycle syncing work the same? Um, or can it be applied to women on the pill that are getting their period? Obviously, it's a different form of a period. It's like a watered down version of a period. Um, but how would you apply it to someone on the pill? I'm sure you have clients that maybe are on the pill, many that are, aren't. How does, how do you navigate that? I would say still follow the same guidance because at the end of the day, the purpose of cycle syncing is tuning into your body and understanding, uh, how you feel each day and connecting with that energy. And it's going to be the same regardless of if you're on the pill or off the pill. Um, you may not have the exact same hormonal fluctuations when you are on the pill, uh, but you do have, you have synthetic hormones in your body. So there is going to, you are going to experience some hormonal fluctuations. Um, it may not be exactly the same as if you're naturally cycling, but I would say it would still apply. And the principle of just tuning into your body is the same across the board. And I know one of the subjects I wanted to touch on was the impacts it has in your psychology in just tuning into that cycle and that frequency within yourself. Have you coached women through that? And, you know, kind of how have you seen like the mental, emotional aspect um, thrive through aligning themselves with their cycle? Yeah. And that's actually, before we even dive into, you know, nutritional changes or movement changes or really lifestyle stuff. One of the first things I approach with and focus on with my clients is that mindset and the psychology because that is so important. Again, we live in a um, patriarchal society that is designed for men, and a lot of women have to unlearn a lot of uh, mental conditioning around what it means to be a woman, about around you know shame around our body, and just that you know, like you mentioned before, with your experience of feeling like you need to do these really crazy intense workouts every day, um, understanding how to tune into what their body needs each day. So there's a lot of psychology there, but what I love about it is it does, um, it gives you permission to give, allow your body to tell you what it needs. And, you know, the perfect example is like, you know, there used to be this guidance back in the day that said, Oh, you burn twice as many calories when you're on your period. So you should work out super hard. I I think we've all heard that, right? Like, so you should work out super hard, which is great. If you're, if you're menstruating and you have a lot of energy and want to go to the gym, get it girl. Like, I love that for you. Um, but for most of us, we're freaking tired at that time. So I want to, I want to give women permission. It's the permission to rest. And, and I want them to give them, I want, I want to give them permission. I want them to give themselves permission. And one of the things I always tell my clients is 
and I, ha- I coach them through is I want you to ask yourself every day, what is the most self-loving thing I can do today? Mm. And making sure that everything that you're doing is coming from a place of self-love and giving yourself what you really need. And that sometimes is that mindset shift can be more challenging than figuring out what to eat at what phase of your cycle. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you that one of the things I'm working through is like, you know, not holding on to anything and just through a loving approach, address things as they come and not harnessing them, which turns into, you know, blow ups later explosions later on. So just in a loving way, addressing your needs. And I was having a conversation earlier that talks about, um, you know, when you address your needs in a loving way, without blaming, without accusatory comments, statements, etc., people can't hesitate, but listen and understand and hold compassion for just what you're sharing. And if there's, you know, a um, request involved or, you know, a, you know, um, something involved for them to do about that, then it gives them permission to act on it or not, depending on where they are. But yeah, for me, that's one of the things I'm practicing for self-love is not holding anything inside and just addressing my needs as they come with love. Yeah. And I love that you said that because I, you know, I tell my clients this all the time, the way we do one thing is the way we do everything. So For women who are, or anyone really, but I work with women, uh, for women who are struggling to, you know, set boundaries or be intentional with their time, whatever, if you look actually across the board at all areas of your life, I imagine you're having the same challenges in every area. It's not just one. We we tend to hyper-focus on one thing. Like, you know, if you're struggling with your health, for example, like, oh, I'm having trouble being consistent with my habits. Well, if you look across every area of your life, I imagine for most women, you're having the same challenge manifesting in different ways, of course, but it all really comes back to our relationship with ourselves, And that's why I love cycle thinking, because it really just gets you in tune with your physical, emotional, mental, spiritual self. So good. Um, so talk to us a little bit about your program and how you work with women. Yeah. So I have a few different ways that I work with women. Um, I have, you know, my one-on-one coaching. So, um, that I have a three month and a four month um, container for women who really want that approach of, okay, we're making changes to nutrition and lifestyle, but we're also working on mindset and self-reflection and really getting in tune. And you can only do that through cognitive behavioral therapy techniques. So I like to describe that it's kind of a combination of working with a nutritionist and, and like a life coach, maybe I don't say therapist, more like life coach and nutritionist is the best way that I can describe that. So you know, half the time we're working on setting really intentional goals and actions around their lifestyle. Um, and then the other half is really mindset work and coaching and asking them really high mileage questions to help them better understand themselves and better understand their needs. Um, and really I have found it that three to four months is perfect because six months is too long. You know, one or two sessions just isn't quite enough. You need that consistency of showing up for yourself I like to tell everyone, you know, you don't just go to the gym once and, and you have biceps, like it takes consistency, right? So that's where that mindset stuff comes in. Um, I do group programs twice a year that are focused on holistic health. So for women that want to more of that group energy, maybe building community building alongside some of these different pillars that I've talked about, um, that's a really powerful program. Um, I have a uh, self-paced program. It's called my 10-day gut reset. It's all focused on 
gut health. Um, so that's a self-paced program people can buy anytime on my website. Um, if you just need like a little bit of structure, but it's more of like a DIY self-paced, uh, type of program. And then, yeah, I think that's it right now. I do, um, I do workshops a lot throughout the year as well that just kind of pop up. Yeah. And you are based out of Houston. So for those gals that are based in that Texas area, you know, you know where to find Haley Fountain. Until then, we're going to have to wait till you come to Florida and other areas so we <laughs> <Yeah>. can <laughs> enjoy you. Um, so where can we find you, follow you? Where can we do all that? Yeah. So I'm most active on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is at holistic underscore in underscore Houston. So that's where I share a lot of content about hormonal health. I'm also a yoga and meditation instructor. So I share a lot about nervous system regulation and how to use yoga and meditation to do that. Um, I am my website, holisticinhouston.com is a lot of content as well. If you are a reader and you like blog content, recipes, things like that, you can find all that on there. Uh, and I do have a YouTube channel now where I upload yoga flows and guided meditations. It's just holistic in Houston on YouTube. I love that. I'm going to have to tap into some of those yogi meditations and um, tap into your programs as well, because I'm like super intrigued to now like cycle sync my calendar and yes. like my life. <laughs> um, Haley, thank you so much. I have learned a boatload of knowledge here today. I'm super inspired and I know our listeners are too. So you guys, we're going to be putting in the show notes, um, Haley's Instagram, her website, some of the takeaways from our conversation today and more to come. Thank you, Haley. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on the Elevate Your Life podcast. I hope it gave you exactly what you were looking for. This show brings me so much joy and I'm so happy to have this space for these amazing conversations and guests. To support the show, please rate and review and share it with your loved ones. If you want to be reminded of new episodes, click the subscribe button on your preferred podcast or video player. You can sign up for my newsletter in the show notes below to receive my favorites and updates. Till next week, you guys find us on Instagram and tag us wherever you are listening at Elevate with Eliana. Sending you so much love and remember, you got this.